10, 10, 15. We know all roads lead to Washington, D.C., and uh, we, I've been just super, super proud of what I'm seeing coming out of young people who are, uh, they're not all trying to organize the next party bus uh, to get to compound on the weekend. Or, <laughs> you know, some of them out here doing some serious work. And, and uh, Zachariah Muhammad, I've been knowing this kid. Yeah, it's a young man. Uh, I don't know. It's been Zach, how old are you now? Uh, I'm, 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 I'm just, but just let's just say that uh, you, when well, I won't tell you how old, I don't know what kind of game he run, but I've been doing Zach since he's about, yeah, could have been a, he's a teenager. I mean, he's, yes, he, it's been a it's number been a, of years yes, sir. and Noah's family come from the great, a great family uh, of, of servants. And, uh, but you got to kind of put together a effort, uh, unite or die, unite on the principle of freedom, justice, and equality. Tell us about the organization, and then tell us about Sunday, about Saturday's march. Yes, sir. Well, thank you, first of all, Brother Derek Bowles, for always being there for us and giving us a platform to express what we have going on. It's an honor to be with you here on your show. Mm -hmm. um, Unite or Die is a campaign that um, I was blessed to come up with after speaking with student minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad and he had gave me some instructions. I was the youth minister um, of the Southern region at the time of the Nation of Islam. And he said that he want me to put unity in every household. And so I thought that was pretty deep, <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I went home and I just thought about it and prayed on it. And I was blessed to come up with Unite or Die. At that time, I think Diddy had like Devote or Die. And right. Other people were saying Trap or Die. And I'm saying, well, those haven't fulfilled what our, our needs are in the community. So one of what well, I main need in the community is, is real and true unity. So our disunity is causing us to lose our lives in so many different aspects and so many different ways. So Unite or Die was just befitting as a title and it's a campaign for us. We're campaigning for unity. We want us to make it a new culture. You know, we want unity to become popular among all of our people. So that's what United I is. It's the bridge and the gap. It's bringing us together, uniting on the principles of freedom, justice, and equality, bringing our, our people with a young expression, you know, being a young man and also being around young people and connecting with young people. We want young people to make it a new trend that our unity is unity over everything right now. Uh, talk about that, and, and who do we want to unite with? Um, because we, we see, brother, we have been through so much psychological trauma and damage. Yes, sir. Uh, that we just see you, the elders, don't want to be down with the young people. Young people don't want to be down with the elders. Um, folks who are Muslims uh, can't find unity with Christians. Uh, but the leader of the nation eviscerates that. I have to re also remind even uh, those inside the nation. The minister, whenever he comes to Atlanta, comes to most places, he's speaking a Christian church. Mm -hmm. And so he pushes this notion that we, we don't have to be, uh, we can be ecumenical, interfaith. We don't have to have unanimity. Everybody ain't got to be exactly the same. We just need to unite on the things that uh, we agree on most. Exactly. So how's, how approaching the youth um, do you get the message out that their unity is so critical? I mean, because at the end of the day, we're all suffering. It doesn't matter if we're Christian, Muslim, Jew, whatever we call ourselves, whatever color we want to rep, whatever gang we want to claim, we're all suffering. And as we see today that we're being shot down by the police, we're, we're shooting ourselves at an alarming rate. We're going through some things as a people, and we have gone through some things as a people that makes us bound to each other. We are blood of blood, bone of bone, flesh of flesh. So we have to see each other as such. And knowing who we are and knowing our history and knowing our destination and our destiny, that's what the principles of, of unity has to be applied to, regardless of what we call ourselves, regardless of what we profess to be. We all come from the true and living God, and we have to unite on those principles that God has made us into. What has been the uh, greatest ease for you in terms of getting this message out, and what has been the greatest difficulty? The greatest ease, believe it or not, that people, it's a national day of nonviolence. Mm -hmm. And when people hear this topic and this subject, what I believe just because of the things we've, we've, we've undergone in the past mm -hmm. weeks, months, and years, People are real receptive of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, rather 
it be in the church, whether it be in the mosque, the Muslim community, whether it be with um, Hebrew, whomever. When they hear about it, they said that I want to be down for it. I'm talking about we walked up in the trap of some of the hardest gangsters the other day, mm -hmm. you know, so-called. So, And they were saying, well, I need to pull up now? everybody's down for this new call. And I know that God is at the head of the call for us to unite. And it's just, it's just, it's just working. The, it hasn't been much really difficult. I think the difficulty is just to work and just to keep putting it out there and just getting these different circuits and, and different mm -hmm. people to join on. Uh, talk about, because this is all headed towards a march that's going to take place on this Saturday. Give us the information on the march where is it going to be who is it going to be who do you want to see there who should be involved uh give us some idea about this march and where is it going and why is it going we're calling for all of atlanta and the surrounding areas to come on out and let's display why black lives matter let's display i hear a lot of people saying well we're going to washington on 10 10 15 with the right call for justice mm -hmm. by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, justice or else. But he even said, how can we go to D.C. and make that right call when someone like Amara Giuliani can come behind and say, well, you all are still the number one killers of yourselves. So he said, we got to do something in our community as well while we're going to address the enemy for the injustice that we suffer there. So with listening to that and hearing that, God bless me with the inspiration to call for a national day of nonviolence. And we as young people, let's be organized because it's for the most part, young people doing the killing and young people being killed. Mm -hmm. So we have to connect as a young people. So we're calling for a silent March to march through one of the worst zip codes and one of the worst areas in terms of crime in the city of Atlanta. We're going through the bluff. We're going to start at Lindsay street Baptist church. And we're going to leave United. Bloods are coming. Crips are coming. SELC is coming. Uh, concerned black clergy is coming. Churches are coming. Muslims are coming. All of our people we're reaching out for, we want to have 10,000 strong by the grace of God to come out and let's make a, a sign and a signal that black lives matter in our community first. And we care about ourselves. And we're going to march up Joseph E. Lowry and go and turn up Joseph Boone and go down James pre brawling And we want a, a central rally spot at the end of the march so we could have different speakers and different people to come in, you know, from our community that's been putting in work to enliven and enlighten us as we get prepared to go to Washington, D.C. All right, 404 uh, What message do you have to young people? Because I think you're right when you look at um, the trends of who's doing the robbing, who's doing the shooting and killing. One of the things that it just breaks in my heart is to see that they're getting younger and younger. Okay. And I kind of understand because ain't that removed from the trap of the street. I know how it's working. Uh, a lot of these older brothers are telling these young boys, if you want, okay, you want to be in the game, good. Come on, we need you. Uh, but the one thing we know about how the game operates is you're going to either do my crime or you're going to do my time. Yes, sir. You young man coming in, you're going to do some crime or you're going to do my time. And so we're going to tell you, run up in the Metro PCS and rob the folks. Mm -hmm. Shoot if you have to shoot, but come out of there with 50 phones or whatever, something we can sell. What if, what if, what message? We've got to take a break. We'll come back and want you to think about what message do we give to young people? Because yeah. the other thing they said to me and one, I just I'm, I, I can't buy it. I'm not there. Well, I, I got to do this to feed myself or feed my family. Um, I don't let young people tell me that because guess what? We could have been using that excuse a long time ago. When we come back, I want you to speak to that. Our special guest inside the studio, Zachariah Muhammad, Brother Zach, and uh, he's with Unite or Die. They're going to be having a march on Saturday. Uh, get your pen and paper. When we come back, we're going to give you all of the details of the march, and we want you to bring your sons and daughters, bring yourselves on Saturday, starting at the Lindsay Street Baptist Church at uh, 11 o'clock where the Reverend uh, uh, Motley, Anthony Motley is the pastor. National Day of Nonviolence, a demonstration of love, Saturday, September 19th, uh, starting at Lindsay Street Baptist Church. That's 550 
Lindsay Street, right off of North Avenue, um, where the Reverend uh, A.A. Motley is the uh, pastor. We thank Reverend Motley for opening the doors to the church, and um, yes, that's going to be the step-off point. Um, um, Zach, g- give us more details about um, what you want to accomplish. What do you see this march accomplishing? What do you want to have happen as a result of us marching on Saturday? We want to send a sign and a signal to our community, and we want it to gain national attention. My brothers and some of us are working out in New York. They're doing things in Chicago and in other areas around the country to celebrate um, this day. We want to send a sign to our community that the killing of us must stop, and we have to start loving one another. So by bringing these different groups together, for one common cause at one time in different places throughout the world will send that sign and that signal that black lives do matter to us because we're taking a stand. We're coming out in massive numbers to show that this is a proactive um, response to what's been going on for so long in our community. We're not just going to be reactive when something tragic happens to us. We are tired of the killings that have been going on for far too long. So we want that to be the first sign. And by us pulling together for this common cause, consequently, we'll become united. Gangs are getting to know gangs or so-called gangs are getting to know gangs. Christians are getting to know Muslims and vice versa and religions. And we see that we're not all that different and we're all a suffering people. So I think in that is good for this, but right after that, to answer your question before the break, we're going to strategies and plans and solutions that we wanna bring these groups, along with more groups together that has an impact and influence in our community to start making real solutions and real plans for the future and for 2016 and beyond. One of the big disconnects, and I always um, listen very carefully when young people, we talk about the Joshua generation and the Moses generation. And I had to remind folks of they're all of the Abrahamic family and that neither, no other people separated young people from the elders. Um, What do, do young people, you as a young organizer, what do you need from the elders most? We need what the scriptures say we need. We need the counsel. We need to be guided According to our nature, though, I think a lot of times some elders make the mistake of taking us out of the generation that we are in. But give us guidance because God is the oldest or the elders of all of us. But he's still able to speak to the babies. He's still able to speak to the toddlers. He's able to speak a universal language. So I think young and old has to lean on the understanding of God. That has to be the root. That has to be the center of the conversation. And if that's the center and the root of the conversation, we won't miss each other because we'll understand the principles of what we're relating and what we're trying to translate in our messages towards one another. All right, four four eight nine two two seven zero three. Let's go to the phone, Brother Muhammad. Uh, yes, hello, brother. Our first Christian brother in the words of peace, paradise, and everything. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam, sir. Waalaikumsalam, sir. Let's just go on what brother said about the church. You know, when I realized that we are the elders, as I am one of the persons older than you, brother, I want to say elder, I'm just a mature man in the mm-hmm. knowledge of God, and the knowledge of really do what must be done. When I hear Brother Derry that we should have a, a library at home, I know that's all good. But when I hear that we should have agitation against those that do things against our people, as we're talking about the black lives do matter. Not only is we getting killed, we said this morning about 840-some blacks has been killed by police mm-hmm. this year in the United States. And when I hear elders who represent governing bodies like Chief Turner, I have respect for Chief Turner as a human being. Mm-hmm. But he told Reverend Slaughter that about 106 people been killed by police and, brother, I think you need I'm paraphrasing. I think you got an illusion. You need to check your facts. When I go to the school book and talk to Miss Stephanie, how do you pronounce her name, brother? Carstefan. Miss Carstefan. And she said, I'm black, too. 
But I asked the question there that was said by the United Education Department in 1994, that we could have a curriculum initiated by the local school districts. Certainly. And they stay. Now, let me stay right there for a minute. Dr. Elijah Hummer taught, get the knowledge of self, and then he gave us material for self-study and material that would bring out the God in us. So we, we, we take it lightly that we are just a member of the human family. We are greater than that of the human family. We have mm-hmm. something that Caucasians don't have, the ability to produce. And that's that pioneer gland to produce that melanin. Mm-hmm. What is melanin? Melanin me, brother. We don't have no fear. We don't have no will to mm-hmm. go against what you believe is good. And how do you tell what's good? It's about your feelings, man. It's about your emotions. What you believe is not good, you stand on like that young brother said, mm-hmm. what they believe that the elders should give to them. Now, we today sitting here in the hills of North America with a black man in the White House, wondering why black folks are going to, to, to going before their time. Dying, brother, literally. Mm-hmm. All over the world. I'm talking about my Muslim brothers that are trying to go to Europe to get away from the terrorism in their state. And they don't even want to come in the state like Hungary. These are Caucasians, too. My Saudi Arabia brothers and all my Gulf R state brothers. They won't even let them have access to freedom. But I'm going to end with this there and say, we got to say, I'm going to the school board of that country Mm -hmm. go now. I'm not going to continue to let my child have a library at home and then let them go Mm -hmm. to school. Part of my tax money and be lied to. Walaikum salam. But I want you to understand those two things are not mutually exclusive. What that means is just because one don't exist doesn't mean you don't do the other. You know, that's what we got to be very clear on. Uh, You have the best of teachers. But the the Honorable Elijah Muhammad created the uh, uh, Claire Muhammad Schools. The minister resurrected the University of Islam. He said, look, I, I look, we are Muslims. And we want our children to be trained according to the, that, that dictate. We are wor- we can be in the world community, but at the end, end of the day, I want my child to have a good, nice, and that's why we have parochial schools, Christian education. I'm not going to leave it to the public school to educate them about the ways <coughs> of our people. Mm-hmm. No, you don't do that. You keep agitating, keep fighting. I'm right there with you. Uh, but at the same time, what you need to do is make sure your child, your child is your child. And you've got to train them in the way that they should go. Uh, let's go to Brother Henry Carter on line three. Brother Carter. Greetings, Brother Bozeman. Greetings, Brother Carter. How you feel, man? Outstanding. Greetings, Brother Zach. Greetings to you, sir. You know, Brother Bozeman, I just like to commend uh, Zachary for standing up and speaking out in a time where the narrative about black men mm-hmm. is about negativity. Certainly. We have, have a young brother who's saying, I want to make a difference. And that's what history teaches us that when the young stood up and and, and, and was willing to sacrifice their life, willing to sacrifice their Certainly. resources for change, that a substantive change occurred. And so I just wanted to call in and commend him uh, for standing up and speaking out. And so whether 10 come or 10,000, your blessings are coming because you had the will to stand up and do what others were not willing to do. Absolutely, and I think you're 100% right. Thank you, Brother Carter, uh, on that point, uh, because it is not easy. Um, you know, because a lot of people, Jeff, we just want to be, we just, we love the thug life. We love the thug culture. We don't want to stop the killing. Uh, and they don't even realize they're not even killing at their own behest. Hmm. Uh, let's go back to our phone lines. We certainly want to talk to you. Uh, 448-92-2703. Talking to um, Zachariah, Zach Muhammad, and i um, so proud of this young man. And we have to, uh, you will always see me stand with uh, these young people. There's another group of young people who literally uh, starting to protest right now against Cedric Alexander. Met with him today. Uh, they called for a protest from uh Asking uh, Mr. Alexander, how can you be the national expert on uh, police transparency? And you won't talk about the people who died right here in DeKalb County. Come on. Uh, you know, and uh, I went to the commission meeting and uh, basically said that. And so the, but these are young people. So we're letting them kind of find their way. I, I can be, um, you know, I'm just one of them uh, kind of hardcore kind of people. So I let them, you know, when y'all catch up with me, call me because I ain't leaving no room for the cat. Um, you know, it doesn't even make any sense. Let's go to our phone lines and we got folks on the phone. Let's go to um, uh, Nicole online too in Atlanta. Nicole. Hello. 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 H
Hey, Derek. What's happening, Nicole? You still under the afterglow of the birthday celebration? Yes, I have one more week. Really? I'll be through on Saturday night. <laughs> that's right. That's right. This week number Saturday two, huh? Oh, the culmination. <laughs> I, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> but look, Derek, I wanted to say I I'm I love the young people who are taking the helm and doing what they have to do. Yeah. They aren't asking if if they can sit at the seat and, you know, sit at the head of the table. Can they pass the baton? That's the young folks I'm for mm-hmm. who are doing what has to be done. They mm-hmm. don't have time for conversation. They may or may not talk to you because they don't have time for BS. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, oh, let me tell you this. You, you, I'm, I know more better than most because, you know, they, they are not hearing it. They are they're not right. hearing it. You know, they so just to me, yeah. it, I understand the question. Um, you definitely, I think, still definitely have to be respectful of the elders because, you know, they're elders. Um, but at the end of the day, if you feel like something has to be done a yeah. certain way, certainly. then do that. Yeah. Um, don't wait. Because I do know, being having been young myself, I know how older people can be with younger people. And I always watch myself with younger women. Because I remember older women who, I can, now that I look back on it with this life experience I've had, uh, were bitter and mad because of their own lives and take it out on younger people. Not all of them, but enough where somebody needs to call it out. So I always watch myself with young women, how mm-hmm. I talk to them. I don't Certainly. try to talk down to them. I don't act like I know it all. Because even at this age, we still don't know it all. We know a right. little bit more, but Certainly. we still don't know it all. And, and be I know honest, they're trying to... And I have to be honest with Nicole, part of what either the women and men hide, uh, hide when they're a certain age they couldn't do this when they were a lot of the people want everybody to think that they were in the civil rights movement on the front line. These people, uh, they bourgeois mom and them told them you better not go out of there. And guess what they did? They better not go out. So a lot of it is mass as. I say, I'm so glad. I'd love to get out there with them, but the way my um, background is set up, I ain't going to be able to do it. But if they need some money. (laughs) Right. And that's my you point, know, that everybody... For a 2015 yeah. mugshot, that's just my life. But I moment. appreciate them doing yeah. it. If they need a donation, let me know. If they need somebody Absolutely. to pick them up, Absolutely. I may pick them up. I may call Uber for them, whatever we need to do. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. can help them in a different way. <laughs> and I appreciate their boldness. I wish I had been bold enough to do some... And I, you know me, I talk a lot of mess. But some of the stuff they do, I'm like, oh, no. I wish I was bold enough to no. do that. Yeah. Yes. So we are cheering them. Stop asking. Go do what you got to do. Just do it. Yeah. You have many of our blessings. Of course, some of us you don't because that's how I run. But I tell you one thing I remember when Reverend Lyra was in my home for my grandma's 85th birthday. I asked him, I said, who taught y'all? You know, did somebody guide y'all or taught you? He was like, no, we just had knew it had to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't have meetings where somebody passed the baton or told us how it be, would be done because nobody had done that before. Yeah. And they just did it. So just take that bit of wisdom from him who's like, it just has to be done. Nobody has to wait for you. We sorry if you mad about it, that nobody's coming to you for your blessings. But life goes on and things have to be done. And I appreciate the young people. Go, I always feel like my grandma used to say, I find myself saying it now. And I say, oh, I sound so old. But she always used to say, go hard, young man, go hard. And that's what I say to yeah. the young people. Absolutely. Do what you have to do. I'm going to make my little donation to help y'all if y'all need bail money or something but i just you know yeah. i'm just you know appreciate you nicole and we appreciate <laughs> and I, I agree with you and you know same thing by the time i was out of college i've been to jail by six times <laughs> so you know my only job is to make sure that this system don't try to grind them up and to help them with whatever resources they might need brother brandon x how are you Peace, peace. I'm good my brother how you good good best day of my life i wouldn't trade it for nothing you're on with brother zach too <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I was just calling in because you asked to hear from the millennial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Give us your yeah. opinion. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've been working on the United Die campaign with Zach. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing we always talk about is, one, that it, it's the right call. And we, we are part of a generation that's really zealous and they're fearless. But oftentimes we may not put the type of strategy Certainly. And even the unity behind everything that we're doing. So mm-hmm. there's so many young leaders in Atlanta from all different walks of life. They're in the colleges. They're in the streets. Um, 
I heard, I think the sister that called before said, or maybe it was you that mentioned that somebody was organizing today, and it's constant, but we want to bring together young people that are, you know, that care about the condition of our people from, from everywhere. That way we can have a united front starting right here in the city. Yeah. And, I, um, mm-hmm. No, no, go ahead. No, I'm listening. No, I was just going to say, and another thing is one thing I had a mentor of mine tell me, and this is not to slight anybody from the old, older generation, but he said, never curse the dirt that made you. Mm-hmm. Meaning a lot of things that make us frustrated and the pain and the hurt that we feel from some of the failures of the older generation, had it not been for that, then we wouldn't even exist to yeah. be as we are right now. And so we're really still standing on the shoulders of everything, the failures and the triumphs of older generations. And we're just another piece to, you know, our people really getting it together and, and getting what's due to us. Yeah. And I think some of us mm-hmm. recognize that. I ain't that far removed from y'all. I'm 49. But one thing, I've been in this struggle since I was 16. My first demonstration was when I was 16. And I was right. just trying to help the little old lady who lived behind me uh, keep the bus running in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just helping a lady who couldn't walk, who I happened to care about because you were my neighbor mm-hmm. who took care of me. But she went to the, I helped her get to the um, Marta office and the lady sit down on the floor and protesting. <laughs> I'm like, what, what, what is she doing? So yeah. I just got to sit down with him. I'm like, man. okay, I'm like, okay, I do, what do you do? I don't know what to do. I don't know what, I don't know what to help her. I don't know what to leave her here. <laughs> and so you kind of learn by doing that. But let me just say this, uh, stay strong and stay fearless. And uh, there are some of us uh, out here who's going to be right there with you. As I said, my responsibility is to not let this system grind you up. And as a young man, by the time I'm 21, 22, I've been arrested for demonstrating about four or five times and taking over the administration building at Morris Brown. And uh, was and, and let me just say this, the elders at that school hated me. I mean, they hated me. Mm. I was called everything but a child of God. But what, about five months ago, they gave me an honorary doctorate from there. And so, you know, I I was cool with them calling me whatever they wanted to call me because I understood what we were doing and it was what was necessary for the time. But, brother, y'all, you know, y'all staying at Zach. uh, Talk about some of the other young people who are organizing, working with you. And how is that a leadership head? Do y'all have uh, organizational meetings uh, beyond uh, this Saturday's march? Well, we've been adopted. for this event on September the 19th by the LOC, the Local Organizing Committee for Justice or Else. Mm-hmm. And so we meet there on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Um, feel free to come out, any young people that would like to help us organize for this coming Saturday. Uh, we're meeting on tomorrow at 7 p.m. Over at First Iconic Baptist yes, Church, 542 First, Moreland Avenue, where Reverend Timothy McDonald's a pastor. Exactly, exactly. So um, a lot we have a lot of great young people that have come out to help us. You know, they have a lot of good ideals, a lot of fresh energy, and we're just trying to do it collectively so we can make change in our community. They remind everybody about the Saturdays, March, where, what time, where it's leaving. Lindsay Street Baptist Church. We're, we're starting at, we're opening the doors at 11 a.m., we're going to start the program promptly at 12 noon Eastern time. And we're going to do a, a, a prayer call at 1230. Where we're working on a very, 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 very special guest. And we will start um, the march, the silent march at 1 p.m. Right on time, God willing, straight to the streets and walking through the hood collectively. Talk about who you want. We've got a lot of young people. we got Washington High over there. we got... Um middle school, elementary schools. Um, I mean, talk to your people. What do you want them to know? Why is this important uh, to you, and why should it be important to them? It's important because we as a people have to unite. We either going to unite or die. The scripture talks about in the book of Ezekiel, the 28th chapter, about how blood will be flowing in the streets. We know that I've heard from the Armament Minister Louis Farrakhan that those who engage in the killing of of one another in our community, that God himself was going to give us our own blood to drink and we will be drunk with it as with sweet wine. And those of us who call ourselves leaders, also in the book of Ezekiel, in 33rd chapter, said that that blood, if we don't go and warn the people, will be required at our hands. 
So those of us who are leaders, those of us who are just concerned, those of us who are in the community, that's why it's important for us to come out. It's a spiritual call. And that's why we ask for it to be silent. We want us to bring our signs out there, like stop the killing, Black Lives Matter, whatever sign that we want to um, dictate to our community of how we want our community to be. We want the signs to do the talking and our numbers mm -hmm. to do the walking throughout the community. Now, what do you say to people now? I'm, I was with y'all. Y'all <clears throat> had like the Macy's Day Parade up, Peace Street Street. Y'all going to dangerous area. <laughs> y'all going to a dangerous area over there. Um, you know, uh, why ain't y'all on Peace Street? Or why why y'all down in the trap? I mean, come on. We have to go where the problem is. You know, we can't we can't have fear as 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 the prerequisite why we don't or do some things. We gotta do things that, you know, that God has placed on us. We gotta go where the crime is and collectively in in numbers. Remember what the scripture says. Well, I'm a scriptural person as you probably could tell. But it says that if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. Well, we need our land to be healed. So we have to come and humble ourselves and unite. And we're going to pray that day. And we're going to seek God's face that day. And we're asking for God to forgive our sins and heal our land on that day collectively as a people, regardless of where we come from. We want college students involved. We want all the street organizations involved. We want the churches involved. We want the mosque involved. All your young people, all the elders come out that day. As long as you can make the walk, it's not a far walk, but come on out and support. Even if you can't make the walk, come on out and, and at least pray with us on that day at Lindsay Street Baptist Church. All right, 448-922-7043, 448-922-7043. Let's see if we can get Brother Kenny in here real quick. Brother Kenny. How you doing, brother? Uh, is this Brother Zach, the great singer from Mark 15? Yep. <laughs> oh, this brother can sing like Luther. But let me say something very quick to Brother Zach. I've been doing community work for 25 years, and for the for the people who criticize Black Lives Matter and, brother, and like Brother Zach, the Civil Rights Movement started in 1955. It wasn't until 1964 that the Voting Rights Act was passed, and it wasn't until 1965. I'm mean, say it wasn't until 1964 that the Civil Rights Act was passed, and it wasn't until 1965 that the Voting Rights Act was passed. It took the Civil Rights Movement 10 years to force politicians to pass federal laws. Now, Black Lives Matter and Brother Zach, they 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 babies at this. They've been out here a year or two if you look at what they're doing, but the, the people will criticize them. They like why why are you not getting results. And if they ask you why you're not getting results, tell them that the civil rights movement took them 10 years to get laws passed. The Nation of Islam started small. The Ambalaj Muhammad was having meeting, meetings in different people's home, and it grew from that. The Nation of Islam didn't start out having uh, mosques in 50 cities, and Apple Computer started out in a garage. Everything takes time to grow. And Brother Zach, I'm so proud of you. I've been going to mosques 15, probably like 25 years, but brother, you can out sing everybody on the radio, but... I'm, I'm proud of what you're doing with um, your uh, movement. I'm going to try to be that Saturday, my brother. All right. We appreciate you. And tell some others. Bring some others. 448-922-2703. 448-922-2703. Follow up the lines. We certainly want to hear from you. We have Brother Zach Muhammad. They have a march. Um, unite or die. Unite or die. The messenger said our unity could be as strong as an atom's bomb if we would just unite. Right. We'll get together and start talking about, you know, what it, who's going to bring the chicken and who's going to do this and you didn't bring this and you didn't bring the bull. You know, we just got to stop all of these petty idiosyncrasies because the fact of the matter is uh, when you're staring down the barrel of a police officer gun, he don't care nothing about, um, you know, whether your life matters. We got four or five of them dead, uh, one man tasered to death. Standing on the eight-foot wall, fall sure. breaks his neck. That's right. You know, another man who's absolutely naked, a veteran of this United States, these yet-to-be United States of America, shot down like a dog in DeKalb County. That's right. Another man shot when he called the wife when her roommate stabbed her. He, they come in, kill the dog in him. You know, I don't even have debates with people about whether black lives matter or not. I'm a black man, 365, 24-7. Uh, I love everybody, but I love us the most, or the right. best. 
That's right. I love us the best. Oh, we got young folks. They marching now. I told Zach, I made. they told me I was down with the march. They told me they going to do the trap, though. I said, oh, <laughs> meet me in the traffic going down. I was like, when did the march come to Peace Street Street? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, you know, we got to go among our people. Got to. Can't be afraid to go among our people. And, uh, you know, I love uh, 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 Vine City, English Avenue, the bluff, as they sometimes call it. Uh, and that's where the march is going on Saturday. Uh, starts at 11 a.m. at uh, Lindsay Street Baptist, 550 Lindsay Street, which really is off North Avenue. And uh, they want you to come, want um, young people, young at heart. The elders come. It's going to be a silent. Why did y'all uh, decide a silent march, uh, Zach? We wanted to be silent because I attended a march and I heard it was a good, you know, march and it was a good cause. But I just heard different chants and different things going on. It was a march, you know, in our community. But some people wanted to say about the police mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And I have no problem with that. But as far as. What we're trying to do, we're addressing ourselves. Certainly. So we have to have a peaceful yeah. um, solution and a peaceful way to get the message to our people. We don't want to come hostile. We want to come in peace, but we want a strong signal to be sent that we want our streets to be silent. Mm-hmm. We want the bullets to stop flying. We want the ambulance sirens to stop um, going off in our community, the police sirens. So that's why we want the indication of it being silent. And we want to pray while we walk as well. We want to bring God into the situation. I think oftentimes that's what we're missing at as a community. We want to leave, put God on the back burner as if he don't have the solution to our problems. And that's our problem, that we're not bringing God in the, in, at the center of what we're going through. So that's why we wanted to be silent. Let our numbers speak. Four four eight nine two two seven zero three. We got Reverend Derek Rice on the phone. Reverend Rice, how are you? I'm well, Deb Bozeman. How are you? Best day of my life, brother. I count it all joy. I know that's right, man. I wanted to make sure that I called in to uh, show audible support for brother uh, Zachariah. We've been I've been kind of working with him to help him get a couple things in line. But I want to make sure that we lift this young brother and several others up. Because in a real sense, much like Soweto, civil rights movement here, mm-hmm. wherever else, we all know that no movement really gained the traction that people began to write and talk about until young folk really uh, moved like this brother's moving. Um, and so I just thank and praise God for his work. I had a, a conversation with him uh, a few days ago where I did not, I literally did not realize that he, Bozeman, was the same uh, Zachariah yeah. that came and let us make man about six years ago. Yep. His whole demeanor is different now. Yeah. And so it's clear to me that he's moving yeah. the way God would have him to move. He think he's grown is what you're think. saying. He think, he think he grown. Yeah. But I had to remind I remember yeah. when you would, you know, uh, yeah. the knee high to a duck. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, yeah. I mean, just seeing the way he's moving now, man, it's clear that there's nothing other than God that is directing this path. And so I think that we are uh, in good hands and for whatever it's worth, for whatever weight that, that my, my name and suggestions may have, uh, we need to come out and support these young folks so that in large numbers, the silent statement that he's talking about is made so that the community can uh, continue to prepare for what the larger piece is, which begins on 10, 10, uh, 15 and beyond. Yeah, we, we definitely stand in unity and solidarity with these young people and going to do everything we can to knock down administrative barriers, find locations, whatever we need to do. And, Rev, we appreciate you. You uh, you were doing some preaching this sun- Sunday, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, man, the, God, the Lord is good. There's, there's yeah. a point where uh, the church has to recognize this is revolutionary the, Absolutely. Um, you've kind of hooked that thing up to talk about the church's responsibility to the community, and uh, I appreciate it hearing a message like that because I tell you, brother, I've been on – of somebody front line with some of these folks, and I'm like, Lord, uh, all yeah. of the revolutionary spirit done going out of we so quick to, <laughs> to, to I just yeah. I just leave it at that. <laughs> we just, yeah. I'm just glad and to we, see the young people standing up and uh, doing what they got to do, and we're gonna be right there to support them. And both if you could, if you would let me, man, there's one other one other thing I want to make sure that I put out there uh, under the leadership of. Uh, um, 
uh, Minister Sharif and uh, Reverend Mack over at uh, First Iconium, obviously the local organizing committee for 1010-15. Uh, uh, they have asked uh, Sankofa to be responsible for a prayer committee to lift up the work around the 20th anniversary and the work that uh, Brother Zachariah is doing in prayer. Zachariah just mentioned a very important piece. We try to cut God out of uh, our work uh, mm -hmm. as if we don't recognize that yeah. none of the movements that we're talking about move without God's gas. And so what uh, Sankofa is going to be doing every Tuesday and Thursday morning, 1130 in the morning, we're going to have a prayer call every Tuesday and Thursday, and we want folks around uh, Tuesday and Friday, I'm sorry, Tuesday and Friday at 11.30 a.m., we want folks to call in to this particular number and lift this march up as well as 10, 10, 15. Uh, the number is 641-715-3580. All right, give that again very slowly. 641-715-3580. And the call-in code is one six two zero five zero. Now, Bozeman, you uh, can bear witness to this. The sister that will be primarily responsible for uh, representing Sankofa on that prayer call every Tuesday and Friday is a sister by the name of uh, Navanya Rose. And she's the sister that did the altar call mm -hmm. at church on Sunday. We're about to lift this work up. And I, I believe that ridiculously powerful things are going to take place because of the spiritual uh, sort of work that we put in that is, should be equivalent to the organizing work in the streets that we're doing. I think some major things are going to take place this time around. Yeah, and let me tell you, it will not happen outside the spirit. By yes, whatever name you call his presence or her presence, it don't operate. It is not going to work outside. I done tried on all sides of it. Exactly. Right. It was only till you get beat up enough in this world that you can submit to the will of God, that you can be even uh, ready to be a servant uh, for him. Right. And so uh, well, we appreciate that, Rev. We appreciate you lifting up a prayer for this effort and for these young people. Uh, they need it. You know, I tell yeah. you, it'd be an awful thing. The only time young people hear prayers at the funeral home, uh, at right. the uh, service. Right. And so we had to start now. Uh, and because I know Zach, know his family, been known for years, we clearly understand he operating within the context of, of um, uh, understanding who God is for himself. So appreciate yeah, yeah, you, Rev. I, I haven't been knowing you as long as Bozeman, but as far as I'm concerned, you've grown in my book, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, my daddy used to tell us you don't ever get grown in my house. <laughs> and he had, Jesse had a word, way man. of saying it, you know, in his own way. He said, I'm the same amount of years older than I am now was, I was since the day you were born. <laughs> I, I said right. yes, sir. I, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm about to go and help these other young folks over at CNN right now, man. I'm just yeah. excited about all of the work these young folks. Yeah, they over there here. with Cedric Alexander. Tell them to, uh, no good stuff to get out of town while yeah, I'm out. I know. All right, Graham. Chief of police on the planet. Take it easy. All right, man. all right. Four four eight nine two two seven zero three. Let them know I said that. Um, let's go to brother. Uh, who on the phone? What line is that for? Uh, uh, Richard and Brother Richard in Douglasville. Richard? Ricky, what's up, brother? What's going on, Ricky? They got you down at Richard. That's fine. I, I, I've been called worse. I know, right? <laughs> but, uh, 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 Brother Zach, uh, I, I, uh, when I heard it, I had to call in because, you know, Brother Bozeman, we've had this conversation. Uh, I think that's a great thing. That's what needs to happen. That's what I've been saying all Sorry. along uh, because those people – Many of those people, can't say, never say all, but many of those people in the neighborhoods, they don't listen to Derek Bozeman. They mm -hmm. don't know what Let Us Make Man is all about. Uh, they don't hear uh, Rashad Ritchie. They don't hear these things. And you got to take it to them, and you got to let them know that we tired of this. We tired of the cops killing us. We tired of us killing us. And and that's a good thing. Uh, if I, I got plans for Saturday. I didn't know this was coming up. If I don't make this one, I'll make the next one. Uh, but this is a good thing because you got to keep going. It's going to be hard. It's going to be tiresome. But you got to keep going. We got to let the people know we're tired of it. Uh, we we, we got to stop killing each other. Yeah. And we had to win our, our communities and our families back the same way we lost them, one child at a time. You know, I have to let everybody know, uh, you know, the bottom line, if you can just change a real line, one young black man you've shifted generations because when you come into a deep knowledge of self 
you can't you won't walk off and let your family remain in ignorance mm -hmm. you have a duty and responsibility you know to bring everybody uh, salvation is a group experience you don't want to just walk around saying i'm saved mm. and let your family go to hell in a handbasket that's real so you know that's why we're going down into uh the bluff as they call it but guess what we're just going to see, visit our people these that's are our people and they have the same dreams and hopes and aspirations. That young brother standing down uh, on Vine Street right now, standing down in that community, have the same hopes and dreams and aspirations as your sons or daughter. You know, they just need to be told that it can be realized. And uh, how do we know it can be realized? Because, hell, I'm from Pride Road. I ain't grow up no silver spoon. Don't know what one look like. Uh, getting you ready for uh, this uh, Saturday. There's going to be a big march, and we want you to be a part of it. National Day of Nonviolence, and we do have to. And then one of the things that I have to, you know, because it kind of irritate me a little bit, but I have to, um, you know, just say we just have to do it. You know, and Zach is right. Uh, we have to talk about the violence that occurs in our community. But, you know, I don't let people use that as no a sledgehammer for me, you know, because they, they, they use that, and then they want to be slick with it. But then they'll start talking about, well, you know, y'all don't believe that black lives matter because y'all still killing each other. So if the police kill you, it's fine and justifiable. No, so sorry. I had to let people know <laughs> exactly. these two things are not mutually exclusive. Because exactly. wh guess what? White folk kill other white folks. Exactly. Mexican people kill other Mexicans. Uh, Jews kill other Jews. And the people kill and steal where they live. But we do have to agree we have too much. And it, it breaks your heart when you... For me, it's heartbreaking because when I see a 15-year-old, like the 15-year-old who done shot the white boy out there and uh, uh, off a howl meal, shot him, shot at shot him in the leg, mm -hmm. shot at his uh, the man's wife while she running with the baby, uh, that community going to make sure they will not see the light of day for 30 years. Mm -hmm. So you can, you, you're 15, you're going to be tried as an adult, already said that, and you're looking at uh, aggravated assault, mandatory minimum 10 years, armed robbery, mandatory minimum 10 years, kidnapping, mandatory minimum 10 years. And these judges are going to make an example out of those young boys. So, Azad, uh, what do you say to them? What, what do you say to young people? What, what's the strongest message we can give them to tell them to come up out of this kind of behavior? Because really they're gambling with their lives. Who at 15, 16 won't spend 30 years uh, in prison? I would say, my brother, that ye are all gods, children of the most high God. And God don't kill another God. God don't smoke dope. God don't have to drink to feel some type of way. God is God. And you are a child of the living God. And you have to take your rightful place as the new and perfect rulers of our planet. They have to know who they are. They have to know what their destiny is. And that's where the frustration is coming. That's where the anger is coming from because they know they have greatness sitting right up inside of them. That's why they put the bling on. That's why they put the jewelry. That's why they have the walk that they have. That's why they have the swagger that they carry. But yet they don't have the knowledge. And the Bible said that our people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. So we have to get the proper knowledge to the young people who they are, what are their destiny. And we can't keep uniting them for the reasons of being a better servant to the, their former slave master. We have to tell them that you are the new rulers of the planet and we have to establish institutions and systems that they can operate in and run to be a, 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 a upstanding citizen in the land that they live in. And uh, give everybody the time, date, social media. We know y'all big on social media, young people are. Is that uh, Facebook, website, anything that people can connect with so they can learn more about this effort beyond Saturday. Yes, sir. Definitely. Um, you want to go to www.uniteordiecampaign.com. Again, that's www.uniteordiecampaign.com. Also, make sure you go there to support us. Give us donations. If you want to sponsor, we have documents for you to do that. We have um, T-shirts for sale, all those type of things to help us out in this cause. Um, you can go find us on Instagram at unite underscore or underscore die. We're also on Twitter as unite underscore or die and also on Facebook as unite or die campaign. Please go and support the United Die calls. I also want to give some thank yous to those that called in um, brother 
Henry M. Carter, thank you so much, sir, for your um, comments. Thank Reverend Rice for all he's done and to help us and everything like that and for your comments. Brother Ricky for your comments and Brother Kenny for your comments. Also, I want to thank Student Minister Abdul Sharif Muhammad, Reverend Tim McDonald, and Reverend Motley for opening his doors to us. Those that have joined us in this movement, Brother Rollo, out of that area, a uh, hot up-and-coming rapper that signed with, um, that works with Brother Future. We thank Brother Hiroom. He's been very instrumental in to mm -hmm. tying us into it with street groomers. We thank that brother for that. All the organizations that have come aboard, SELC, the Concerned Black Clergy, SELC Women, Grieve, all of these organizations, Georgia State, Morehouse, mm -hmm. just to name a few. We have over 30-plus organizations that have joined us in this cause and in this effort. So we're looking for a great number to come out that day. Again, we're, we're requesting for 10,000. We're working all throughout the week. We're gonna be passing out flyers, going to different colleges, going to different communities, going everywhere, different interviews. So we're really expecting a, a major, major turnout and all our people to come out Good. and support. Make sure you check with Abel Mabel Thomas. That's her neighborhood too, and we'll make sure to get on board. Let's go to V in the ATL, V. What's up, DB? All is Long, well. Long time listener, first time caller. Well, we appreciate you, soldier. Thank you for uh, finally checking in with us, man. We <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. I was listening to your comments about the NWA movie for the last two weeks, mm -hmm. and you're right. That movie was a, wasn't a good movie. Mm -hmm. But the most profound uh, statement that I found as far as in the movie was when Jerry Heller found out that Ice Cube made all these anti-Semitic comments. And I'm like, you've been profiting from NWA and the mantra that is NWA, Negroes and Attitude. And I just, I was perplexed by that. But all I right. hang up and see the comments. Have a good day. Yeah, appreciate you, man. And, um, you know, we've been talking about that move. We're going to put that one to rest. But I want everybody to come out and support and stand with these young people in unity and solidarity. Um, you know, we clearly understand it takes all of us. Um, you know, cast down your bucket where you are. Make a difference where you are. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll, you know, I'm going to try to lay my business aside. I'm trying to figure out where am I supposed to be. I'm supposed to be somewhere on Saturday, I know. But I'll look at my schedule and see if I can break away. Uh, we certainly want to encourage you to come be a part. Tell everybody again um, where they need to be, uh, Brother Zach, before we get out of here and what time they need to be there and what's the best way to get the best information. Go to www.unitedicampaign.com. We're updating it daily on the uh, website. Also register on the website so we can keep feeding you the information that you need just in case anything changes or anything like that. Also, you can support us with um, the T-shirts and everything we have going on on that website. But meet us at Lindsay Street Baptist Church. That is 550 Lindsay Street, Northwest Atlanta, Georgia, 30314. Right off of Joseph E. Lowry. Mm -hmm. And you could, um, we were there at 11 a.m. The doors will open at 11 a.m. Program will start promptly at 12 noon. All right, Brother Zach, man, it, it goes without saying, you know, we, we uh, love you, brother. We uh, love you, sir. appreciate you for what you continue to do. I am not surprised at all uh, that you are in the leadership of this. This is what you've been doing for a long time uh, as a young man. We are thankful to uh, uh, the uh, Muhammad's Mosque number 15 for all of the leadership they've allowed you uh, to grow into for your family that has nurtured you in this. You're born for a day such as this. All praise is to Allah. It's, it's your time. And uh, all y'all got to tell us is what y'all need. I tell you like they tell the brother, brother told their brother Jim funeral. You just tell her, call us, what, tell us what you need. I can roll either light or I can roll heavy. You just tell me how to roll. 